0: This is the Morning Brief from the Economic Times.
1: On Monday, Dutch investment firm Process cancelled a $4.7 billion deal to buy Indian fintech company Billdesk.
2: Process, the parent company of fintech major PayU, has scrapped its mega $4.7 billion
0: acquisition of Billdesk, saying that certain conditions were not fulfilled, these conditions were to be fulfilled before the September...
1: The move has sent shockwaves across India's startup ecosystem, especially its fintech companies. Process-owned PayU, which is like the Indian version of PayPal, was to buy Billdesk, one of the largest digital bill processors in the country. The all-cash deal was the second largest in India startup history after Walmart's $16 billion buyout of Flipkart in 2018. The merger between PayU and BillDesk would have created the largest digital payments business in the country. It would also have been the biggest investment in India for ProSUS, which counts the country as its top investment destination. And now, the deal isn't happening anymore. The move has made the founders of Buildesk, who wanted a rich exit through the sale, very, very angry. On Wednesday, my colleagues Anand J and Mugdha Warrior, who track fintech and consumer internet at ET Prime, broke the latest development in this saga. Buildesk is now planning to take process to court. Anand and Mugdha compared process move to Elon Musk's now infamous sudden withdrawal of plans to buy Twitter. And they compared Builddesk's plans to go legal with Twitter's lawsuit to force Musk to buy it. Should India's startup space gear up for a big legal battle? Why was the payu Desk deal nixed? And will it impact how deals in India's startup and fintech space are valued from now on? Listen on. It's the 6th of October. From The Economic Times, I'm Anirban Chaudhary and today, we look at what led to the build Desk versus process battle and what lies ahead. This is The Morning Brief. Hi Anand, hi Mukda, very warm welcome to The Morning Brief.
3: Thank you Anirban.
1: Thanks Anirban, happy to be here. So it's been quite a train wreck of news since yesterday, right? Process, planned buyout of build desk was a huge deal. And the nixing of it has shocked the fintech and investor community alike. And now you're writing that Buildesk is planning legal action. Is this hitting you all too fast? I mean, how surprised are you?
3: No, this definitely came as a surprise, I think, to everyone in the ecosystem. It really came out of nowhere. And this includes employees at Buildesk and like we've written even at PayU India, Anand I mean, I'm sure you also, this was a shock to you. You've been covering this as well.
2: Yes, correct. Yeah, we have spoken to a number of people for the story and everybody was in absolute shock that this would happen at all. Primary premise being the deal was between two partners where they, they were not competing against each other unlike other payment gateway companies. So this was a perfect match, but things happened.
1: So your story had a very interesting headline, right? About a parallel between what's playing out between Elon Musk and Twitter to the whole payu Desk saga. Why, why Why did you say that? I mean, what are the parallels you think?
3: No, there were definite parallels between the whole Twitter saga with Elon Musk and what happened with Billdesk and PayU. And that's because one party was completely unaware of the other party's intention to walk away from the deal. And in fact, you know, just like in the Twitter saga where there is now a lot of accusations and of course illegal action between the two parties, we could see something similar with Buildesk and PayU as well because Buildesk, the shareholders, the founders believe that what PayU did was in bad faith that they walked away from the deal it was a binding agreement and, you know, they've decided to walk away and they are looking at legal action and that's why the panels.
1: Obviously, it wasn't always like this. So Process, which is the investment arm of South African tech giant NASPERS, loves India. And it's willing to put its money where its love is. Process has so far invested more than $9 billion in the country's tech startups. Big names, food delivery app Swiggy, EdTech company Baiju's, e-pharmacy FarmEasy, and of course, PayU. Last year, Process told its investors that India's digital payments market will be a $2.6 trillion opportunity. That's more than the GDP of South Korea. Here's the Process CEO, Bob Van Dyke from an interview in 2020.
0: But India is our, is our top priority country when it comes to new venture investments as well. So we definitely look at areas that are new to us as a group in India, because we think the market is really, really attractive and the entrepreneurs are, are some of the best that we that we meet.
1: In September 2021, Process through PayU, agreed to buy Buildesk. It was a great fit. First, they aren't competitors. PayU helps mostly small and medium-sized companies to take digital payments. Buildesk, on the other hand, is one of India's largest bill processors. It counts General Atlantic and Temasek among its backers, and the country's government and its biggest banks as its clients. In fact, SBI was one of Billdesk's earliest investors. It bought a 9% stake in the company for 9 crore rupees in 2006. Billdesk was then valued at 108 crore rupees. By 2015, when SBI exited, its valuation had risen to close to 4,500 crore. Buildesk is profitable, while PayU is making losses. The combined entity would process over $147 billion of transactions annually. By some estimates, that would give it a reach to half of India's digital payments market. Naturally, the founders were happy. They, in fact, chose this deal over what would have been a very lucrative IPO. Here's one of Build Desk's founders, MN Srinivasu, from an interview last year.
0: It just feels like a great sense of accomplishment for what the team has accomplished and for the platform that we have built. It indeed is a validation of whatever we have created in India. I think it's an extremely proud moment for all the employees Build Builddesk and indeed a big moment for FinTech India. Choices were between IPO and kind of doing a transaction like this. We balanced both both those options. Just, uh, important to provide liquidity to the investors who have supported us for the last so many years and figuring out what's the optimal thing to be doing for the platform. As we were evaluating that, I think the option of process came up and uh, it was a great fit for us. Process by virtue of being both uh, wearing the hat of both a financial investor and having strategic interest in this space in India. It seemed a great fit and the the right way from uh, to scale from here. I think that's what tilted in favor of that. And here's
1: Anand again. So this was a big deal.
2: This would have created a big company that is miles ahead of its nearest competitor. For Payu India, which was started by you know Process, this would have given them a clear edge ahead of companies like you know Razorpay. There are new entrants, but formidable rivals such as Spine Labs and JustPay and all that. So this merger would have given process a firm entry into the overall payments ecosystem. And they could have actually expanded their whole business by entering new segments like where PayU is looking at now, like lending, which every fintech company is, both PayU as well as Desk, they were planning the whole business, the future expansion or strategies according to how they would build the business forward if they were to work as a joint company, single company. And Buildex founders were actually looking to exit the company. They all wanted exit. So this, everything was falling in place. And this was an agreement that signed and suddenly, you know, this came out of nowhere.
1: Out of nowhere? So in its statement announcing the cancellation of the deal, process head of investor relations, Owen Ryan, said that the closure of the transactions was subject to the fulfillment of some conditions precedent. The first of them was of course an approval from the Competition Commission of India, the country's competition watchdog. That came on September 5th, nine months after the application had been filed. In the statement, Ryan said that the other conditions were not met before the deadline of September 30th. And so, the agreement was automatically nixed. What were these other conditions?
3: Essentially, the thing is, there were several steps still left for the closure of the deal. Given that the CCI approval just came in on 5th September, and the long-stop date, that is 30th of September, was for the closure of the deal, which includes transfer of shares, the complete uh, takeover of bill desk by pay use. And from what I've heard from the people I've spoken to is that they could not even uh, go ahead with, say, a step three or a step four without getting the step one, which is a CCI approval. And that really has been an issue for process. Given the the short timeline till the deadline, what also was kind of a hurdle for Desk, unfortunately, in this matter, was that in July this year, The RBI put out a mandate that non-banks that are authorized to operate any payment system need a prior approval of RBI in any deal involving acquisition or change of control. That meant that Buildesk had to get these additional approvals. And, you know, there was limited time between the CCI approval that came in on September 5th and the September 30th long stop date. And from what we understand, in fact, the shareholders of Desk had broached the topic of extending the deadline, but they could not come to any kind of an agreement with
2: process. The thing is, if process really wanted this deal to happen, there was nothing that was stopping them from going ahead with the agreement.
3: Or even extending the date, you know, mutually. Yeah.
2: Even extending the deadline. Yes, correct. So they could have done that. They weren't interested in going ahead with the deal. That's the reason why this is not going through. It's a kind of buyer's remorse kind of thing.
1: But why the buyer's remorse? Well, according to some, process thought it was overpaying. Why? Because between 2021, when it had offered $4.7 billion for desk, and now things have changed. Inflation has struck economies, demand has been hit real bad and government and central banks are unsure about how or how much their economies will grow. That has naturally impacted stock markets. America's biggest tech companies have lost hundreds of billions of dollars in the last few months. In fact, PayPal, on which PU models itself, has been among the worst hit, dropping 60% from its yearly highs as of June. In process home base, Dutch payments powerhouse ADN stock price has halved in the last one year. Naturally, investors across the world have been hit too. SoftBank and Tiger Global, the two biggest financial backers of tech companies, have seen their asset valuations really plummet. Process itself has lost more than half of its market cap since early last year.
3: So, definitely, I think it is a change of sentiment for Process because when they announced the acquisition of Buildesk last year, it was the peak bull market and valuations were sky high and 4.7 billion didn't really look that big last year. And this year, that number definitely seems very big given what we are seeing in the markets globally. And that definitely was the main driver is what uh, we understand. The process, I think, wanted a lower valuation and they, they hadn't come to any kind of an agreement and that seemed to be the reason for Process to uh, look at walking out of the deal.
2: See, if you simply go by what Process was offering Buildesk, it is not actually a high price. If you compare it with what Payu uh, Pine Lab's last valuation was or PayU's valuation multiples or JustPay, Razorpay, Buildesk was actually at a much lower valuation. So it looks from that it was a good deal for Process back then. It's just that, you know, the recession fears and everything, maybe they wanted a bigger watch to give to companies that are much more likely to use the same money to better use. Maybe Swiggy or Baiju. This probably didn't make sense to them.
1: Okay, but no, that does not seem to be the only reason. Industry insiders have said that there was a tremendous amount of lobbying and corporate shadow boxing by rival firms against the deal. In fact, the CCI approval took really long to come. CCI typically takes around 7 months to approve or reject an application. If it doesn't decide by then, the deal is said to be automatically cleared. According to a report by CapTable, the CCI, when it got the application from PayU, sent detailed questionnaires to other companies in this space, such as Razorpay, Cashfree and Paytm, asking them how the dominance of PayU plus Billdesk would impact others in this space. Some of these companies uh, were against the deal. In January, a month after the application, the CCI asked PayU to apply again. In April, it applied again. The CCI approval came in September. I asked Anand if process would have anticipated more regulatory hurdles and aggressive lobbying. Would that have something to do with the withdrawal?
2: Okay, so that's a bit tricky. I mean, we might be speculating a bit here. Some of the comments that uh, CCI got was from its competitors, which said this would create a much bigger competition or a much bigger rival and all that. But ultimately, what CCI looks at is whether this deal would affect the pricing for customers the end customers whether it's large enterprises or e-commerce companies who are integrating payment gateways for them this didn't create any tendency monopolistic or oligopolistic tendencies because this is a highly competitive market there are multiple players in the space there are multiple new entrants still happening and you can they all the companies work on wafer thin margins So that's one aspect that CCI looks at. I mean, CCI had questions and all the competitors actually didn't want this to happen. Some of its competitors, not all, but some of its competitors didn't want to happen because they feared a bigger rival with a much bigger and fatter paycheck. That probably made things worse for Buildesk because that gave process a reason to walk away. And that gives process a reason to say that we didn't terminate the deal because of our lack of interest or our valuation, uh, you know, second thoughts on valuation and all that. But because the CCI deal took it much longer than it should have, this was unprecedented situation. And that's
1: how or why we were forced to terminate the deal. So what you're saying is there was tremendous amounts of corporate shadow boxing and lobbying that went on behind the scenes. And while it may not have influenced CCI it definitely gave a reason or an excuse, however you want to look at it, to process to call off the deal. That's what you're saying. Correct. Correct. Yes. Now, Buildes counts the Indian government as, as a big client, right? And SBI is one of its biggest clients. It was one of its initial investors also, if I'm not mistaken. And so are other major banks like HDFC. Did the deal raise concerns about data security, you think? I wouldn't think
2: that would be an issue here. Considering that RBI is very clear that all the payment data that originates in India has to reside in India. Anyway, pay you for what it is worth. It's a fully Indian company. So their servers should be in India and will be in India. So that's not an issue that came into picture is what I think.
1: Right. Do you think uh, with all that's happening, this will taper down its enthusiasm towards India and investments in this market?
2: I wouldn't think that would be an issue at all here. Uh, The idea behind doing this through PayU was that they will get an operator who is keen on carrying forward the builder's business forward because PayU has been in the same payment space and Process has a larger shareholding there. So it's not completely new territory for Process. It's just that this particular deal probably made them Think again, because their investments in India till date is $9 and they are investing half of that in just one single space and one single company. So that's not necessarily how an investment firm operates. That would also might have been in the picture. And, you know, like we discussed just before, they probably want to put the same amount of money to better use. Maybe invest in you to compete better with Buildesk rather than buying out Buildesk altogether.
1: All right, all right. Mukda, you know, coming back to the first question, and let's bring this conversation to a close here. What legal standing does Buildesk actually have? I mean, obviously, the idea is to either penalize process and pay you or make them go ahead with the deal. But how far would that be possible? Number one. And number two, do you think this battle will play out uh, pretty significantly in the months to come?
3: Right. You know, when I spoke to uh, people at Buildesk, they themselves were in discussions with lawyers to understand the best way to go about it. But what constantly repeated was that this walk away has happened in bad faith. And apparently that is good reason enough to challenge process for not going ahead with the deal. But definitely, given that Buildesk shareholders, founders are looking at legal action and given the size of the deal and given the parties involved, this is going to be, you know, one of the big legal fights uh, in, in Indian corporate uh, world.
1: So, a massive tech m M&A deal gets canned. The reason may be a mix of buyer's remorse and slash or lobbying by its rival. And now, a corporate legal battle probably lies ahead. I spoke to Naveen Surya a digital payments veteran, founder of its cash, and chairman emeritus of the Payments Council of India to give me the last word on the implications of this. Will the PayU desk fiasco have a negative impact on investments in this space?
0: Absolutely no, I don't think so. Because while the deal got announced, it did put India on a global map in terms of the size of the deal. But it didn't necessarily influence the valuations or number of deals. And even if you see the global trends in 21, when the deal was announced, that was a landmark year across the globe for fintech, especially M&A deals. I think over 1,300 or 1,400 deals had happened in that year alone, some probably valuing close to about 348 billion plus in just that one year. uh, And that's a global data. And I think that pace has anyway changed this year. I think you're talking about $5 billion in the first half. Probably you're talking about some 21 deals so far. So I would say, yes, it did have a lot of eyeballs, a lot of attention to India. But in terms of valuation, I don't think it has any specific change purely on amount of this deal having some issues.
1: And so valuations of Indian companies will not fall as steeply as they have in the US, said Naveen.
0: I don't think... Valuation is really the matter. I think that's limited to the listed space currently, and uh, there are very really some specific type of companies who seen. And again, that has been seen implications a lot more in U.S. market. Of course, in India also to some extent. But there's one big difference, Anirban, in Indian market and a U.S. market. Indian market, the market opportunity continuously has remained very big. The under penetration in financial services market still remain very attractive opportunity. So if you take these two factors, I think India is in a slightly different situation and will continue to be so in next, I think, 10 to 15 years. Of course, the external factors that are impacting, whether it's from a, let's say, credit side of a interest rates, whether it's in terms of a war situation, whether in terms of overall liquidity, positions of the financial capital market and the compliances on account of, let's say, additional sanctions, etc. Those will play some part but again, as I said, on our very big deals. But other than that, I think the actual environment or a market environment in terms of opportunity remains very large in the country. So you will see some delays or a process delays or a, let's say, caution. But I don't think much will change in India in terms of valuations.
1: Fair enough. And finally, Naveen, what are the lessons from this fiasco for investors
0: and sellers? So, first of all, again, uh, the lessons are for probably both the parties, buyers and sellers, they could be foreign or domestic, especially in a strategic m deals. First of all, any strategic m deals are extremely critical in terms of information sharing and the synergies. So both the parties will need to be extra careful. Obviously, this news has created more caution environment. Also, because this is a regulated space, and now I think regulatory position has become very clear in the last few months that, every acquisition deal or a control deal will have to need a prior approval in most of the cases, including payments now. So which means that there could be certain timelines or extra timeline required to comply with, let's say, even satisfaction of regulatory queries over and above, in some specific cases, even CCI kind of a process. So that's a very clear lesson that the entities will have to be extra prepared to handle it. Also, entities will need to think about, because there will be extended timelines, and during the timelines, if there is any dynamic changes, how do they make sure the deal remains sticky? And both the parties have more skin in the game before they come out of any such arrangement. And if there is any party doing it on a wrong reasons, either of them, what are the penalties for that other side so that the other entity or not a single party, the buyer or a seller is on the losing side?
1: People at Buildesk spent most of last year checking out the CCI website for the important approval that would clear the biggest deal in the Indian fintech space. The company had almost been in limbo all year, its expansion plans on hold, its management and founders brainstorming internally on how they would integrate with its new partner. But after the CCI approval came, the deal fell through. Buildesk is naturally angry. Can it legally bind process to the deal or make it pay hefty damages? That's unclear for now. As far as process shareholders are concerned, the withdrawal seems like a good choice to them. Its shares haven't moved much since the announcement. What led to this choice will perhaps be revealed in the coming months, especially if there's a legal fight. It will either mean that overvalued Indian tech stocks will come closer to the ground, or that deals in the Indian startup space won't be so easily done from here on. Either way, as Naveen said, there are enough lessons in this story for both buyers and sellers in this game of bills and payments. You were listening to this episode on The Morning Brief. This episode was produced by Sumit Pandey, sound designer Rajas Nayak, executive producers Anupriya Bahadur and Arjit Barman. Do share this episode if you liked it. The Morning Brief drops every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. It's now streaming on all your preferred audio platforms, Amazon Music, Ghana.com, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts and of course, our very own Play. Keep listening. This is your host Anirvan Chaudhary wishing you a very good day and rest of the week. All clips used in this episode belong to their respective owners. Credits are mentioned in the description.